0: Welcome to Anchored Daily. In our Imago Day series, we're learning what it means to be image bearers of God. In our reading plan, we're focusing on who God is and exploring some of God's attributes. We'll also consider which characteristics are God's alone and those we're called to reflect as His image bearers.
1: Anchored Daily family, this is Sarah Landon, Women's Bible Study Leader, and it's a pleasure to join you today as we look at God's characteristic of love. I'm going to pose a relevant question. What is love? Now, before you begin head-bobbing to electronica backbeats, I'm gonna rein you in a little, stay focused. Love seems to have taken on so many meanings though, hasn't it? I mean, in the Greek language, they appreciate the nuance of love and give it no less than seven different words. They had storge, family love, philia, friend love, eros, romantic love, ludus, flirtatious love, philautia, self-love, pragma, committed love, and agape, love that seeks the highest good for others. Now, even in agape love, it can look so different depending on the circumstance. Love can be a welcoming smile to a stranger. Love can be strict discipline to a defiant child. Love can be generosity and extravagance, but love can also be withholding what someone desires so they can develop patience, character, and self-control. This kind of highest, deepest love works hand-in-hand with God's discernment and wisdom. It also helps that He's all-knowing, doesn't it? God shows His love so poignantly, in the very well-known verse out of John 3.16. Come on, say it with me, everybody now. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Isn't it sad that it has become so trite, so often repeated, that our eyes kind of glaze over and we lose our awe for its deep meaning? Let me pull up another scripture from Luke to help us focus in those glazy eyes a bit. Luke 6:35 says, "But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. You should know that we, when we were not yet God's kids, We were part of the world. We were the ungrateful and the evil. We were the enemies. And yet, while we were still sinners, while we hurled insults and gave punishment undeserved, God loved. While we reviled, were unfaithful, ignored, despised, God planned, God prepared, God patiently endured and sent his most precious, came in the frail package of an infant, We sneered, scoffed, doubted, betrayed, and God sent, God came, God healed, God saved. And in case you had forgotten, God has been doing this from time immemorial. In the garden, he did not bring immediate death, he cast them out of the garden, but he sent life and a promise. People multiplied, and so did sin. So he preserved the righteous and sent a flood. He made himself a people through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He heard their cries and brought them out of oppression to the promised land. They chased other gods. He patiently waited. They wanted kings, so he gave them. And they bowed down to man's power. Evil multiplied within his people. He caused his wrath to be unleashed against the great evil and injustice his own people were nurturing. He cast them down to clean them, and bring them back to himself. That was love too. As Lamentations 3.32 says, even if he causes suffering, he will show compassion according to the abundance of his faithful love. God preserved a remnant. He waited. His people were humbled. And so the cycle goes. Over and over again, humans are consistently inconsistent but Jesus. When we were enemies, Jesus was our friend. And as John 15, 13 says, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends, even when his friends deny him and run away. What is love? This love that God shows us is the love of open arms, welcoming home a wayward son. It is words of truth, showing us our sin, it is comfort when we weep. But its greatest expression is in Jesus' sacrifice for an undeserving world, that we would simply turn, believe, and be swept into the ocean of love that is God. I gave you just a few examples of God's love from Scripture, but as the Jesus Storybook Bible says, there are lots of stories in the Bible, but all the stories are telling one big story. The story of how God loves His children and comes to rescue them. If you really want to come to know God's love, study His Word. His love will unfold before you in myriad ways, and you will see its length and width, height and depth. One podcast can barely scratch the surface of something so vast and infinite. Let's pray. Lord, there are just not enough words to adequately express your love. Thank you for wanting what's best for us. Thank you for making it clear. We confess our rebelliousness and wavering devotion and cling to your steadfast love and forgiveness. Your love has covered our sin, and we are humbled to be able to freely receive your love and blessings. We stand in your complete, solid, unconditional love knowing you delight in us.
0: Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks again, family. God bless you.